0: Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hi, Soul Tribe. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. We have a really good episode for you today, and we're back to our interviews. It's been a while, and I know you guys are probably like, who's going to be on next? But we decided to put Gabrielle on, and I had actually a session with Gabrielle the other day. Um, where she did some energy healing on me and channeled some information for me, and it was really amazing. And I wanted to get her on just to talk about her journey because she has her own podcast, um, Leap of Faith podcast, which is amazing, and that'll be linked in the show notes. You can check it out. And basically, she's just this open book talking about her journey onto um, being a shaman and doing all this energy work and just yeah, it's amazing. Her, her journey's been something I really resonated with from the very beginning when she was in our class and um, she did her Akashic Records Level One Zoom course. And I just really clicked with her. And every time we chatted, it was just very, like I felt reflected within her. It was like so many things that I resonated with. And yeah, after our session the other day, I really had this urge to have her on, just talk about what she's been through and everything that she's kind of done to get on her path to be a shaman, and kind of how she felt called in that direction. So we hope you guys enjoy this episode. I want to thank Gabrielle for coming on. It was so nice to chat with you. It always is. And if you guys are curious about what she does, feel free to reach out to her. All her information will be on the show notes and yeah guys enjoy the episode and definitely let us know what you thought and if there's anything that you guys want us to touch on in our next episodes sending you guys lots of love enjoy
1: well thanks for joining us today Uh, today we are going to talk to Gabrielle um, and there's so many things that we're going to ask you about so I think I want to start with kind of you, you would you call yourself a shaman at this point
2: I would it's a it's a interesting question because it's someone that I have been struggling with myself and I I came upon this path through shamanism and going into shamanism not knowing at all anything about it it was just I had this internal knowing that I was supposed to follow that lead or that in, that spark of intuition. And I didn't even know what a shaman was, to be honest, and I didn't Google it. I just, I started by taking a course that was called Crystal Shamanism. And at the time, I was like so obsessed with crystals. So I was like, yes, this is the thing. And it had nothing to do with crystals. And what through it came is I was able to open up my own gifts um, and use the shamanic um, teachings to bring them to life and to understand energy and how to work with energy and feel energy and help people move through energy so yes now I am a shamanic practitioner but it's a journey I don't like it wasn't one that I just stepped into and said I want to be a shaman and I don't believe that it's something that anyone could do I feel like you have a call in your soul to be brought to it if that's what's meant for you um and we'll get into it, but in I ended up doing a past life regression, and it turns out I've done this many lifetimes, and that's why I had the call. It wasn't that my, my Gabrielle knew what that had anything to do with. It was that I knew deep down, it was just like a remembering of teachings that I have learned through many lifetimes.
1: I remember that, yeah, because I listened to your episode on your podcast, where you kind of shared tidbits of that. Yeah. And I remember that your whole tribe died. Right. And you were like the one that survived. Yeah. And it was weird because in that um, regression, he
2: said, I wouldn't remember or I wouldn't experience negative things. Uh, What happened is he said, "Okay, I'm going to advance you to the next most impactful moment of this life. And when I went to that moment, it was just this knowing of everyone is gone. My teacher is gone and the whole tribe is just gone. But it's weird because in that, I had never been hypnotized before. But what happened is that I didn't see how they got massacred. Um, I just felt it, just deeply felt it. the, The aloneness and the devastation that it brought to the tribe and to me. But yeah, then through that life... I I continued on and I continued doing the shamanic practices and I continued holding this the energy space for for the collective. And it was prior to that, it was holding the energy for the tribe and the community, but after that it just became a lifelong experience of of me channeling the energy from the universe into this planet. And it's so crazy because actually, Lucia, you had um I had an Akashic Records reading with you a few months before I had that uh, the regression experience and you had said almost exactly the same words of of saying that I was supposed to be a medium and I was supposed to work with energy and I already was on the path of that, but then experiencing it. And I wanna say like in real life because when you are being regressed, it feels like real life. Um, And seeing myself do the work it, it's like it cemented it
1: you know you like were able to relive the experience it's like you said like you lived it It was not like you're like just seeing it you felt it again
2: oh yeah and it, it was like I I'm a super introverted person to begin with so for me it was a lot to come out of the shell of this like okay this that's a lot of stuff to take on and really not coming from this world. And I know you guys didn't feel like that either. It's like when, when spirit calls you, like it's time, there is no, but it took me uh, many months for my, my personality to catch up to where my soul was pushing or, you know, bringing me along. So that experience really helped me to get out of my own head. And actually, Lorena, you said to me once, is it your personality that's doing the healings? And I was like, no, it's not. So she was like, so you have to be able to separate the personality from who's actually doing the work. And and it was like such an eye-opening thing for me to understand and see, because then it's like the personality can get out of the way and just let the healing and the energy come forward. And and I don't, Gabrielle doesn't need to understand where it comes from, you
0: know? Totally, (laughs) yeah. That makes total sense. I remember that coming up in our reading together, yeah, and a bunch of other stuff because it was like really eye-opening. I think, um, but I, I just want to. Oh, sorry.
2: I wanted to say, even if I am a medium and I am a healer, I, it's so important to get other people's readings for you. Meaning, I have gone totally. to both Lucia and Lorena, and I were with Lorena on Bach flowers, and it's like. The importance of having someone mirror to you things that you maybe already know, but someone's bringing voice to it for me in this journey has been important. And I don't think it's something that I reach for often, but when it, they align and it happens, it, it's like they're signposts along the, along the journey to confirm what you kind of already are experiencing.
0: Oh my God, 100%. And Lucy and I say that yeah. all the time on the podcast. It's like, just because we can open up our own Akashic Records doesn't mean we're not going to get a reading from somebody else because you still
1: need it. You still need that outside information, right? It's like, if you think about it, it's like an athlete. Like an athlete can't train can't train itself. Like an athlete needs somebody like to mm-hmm. bust their butts and go, 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 come on, you're your time. It could be better. You could be doing better, right? <laughs> it's Kind of like that. Yeah, a personal trainer. You need, you totally. need someone to, to guide you or tell
0: you the steps, even though inside of yourself, you already kind of know you have that. Like, like even every, every time we get a reading, I was like, I kind of already knew all this stuff. Yeah, but you didn't mm-hmm. trust it. Mm-hmm. So when you have that external voice, it's great. I wanted to share my story or kind of a little bit of my experience with my session with Gabrielle, cause it was, it was amazing. Like it was so And it's that same concept, right? It's stuff I already knew inside of me, things that I was already feeling, but it completely just resonated and it helped clear out things and it changed my my focus, really. So a lot of things came up about listening to myself and letting go. And I realized that I was really working from a place of my head and not from my heart with a lot of decisions I was making lately and it's completely changed the way i'm looking forward and i'm trying to manifest things in my life and it's like why was i why was i going in this direction and and you have to really kind of stop and 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 think about those things so i want to thank you because that session really helped me so much it was it was amazing and also, also i felt i felt the whole session she was work it was remote obviously guys but um, as you worked on my chakras i can feel it my body was, was like vibrating And I felt so much peace. It was like so beautiful. But then all the wisdom that came through too was just like unexpected. (laughs) I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah. It's so interesting
2: because what I find is that it's each session is so different, but what comes through is what exactly that person needs. And it's not me saying it. And so like the messages that I get or what I, I say to you in this moment of, aligning the energy is what your higher soul is is wanting you to understand and it's interesting because it comes out a lot of it is like very nurturing and so basic but it's like it feels like cradling the the infant of the person you know and really connecting it back to the basic why you're here and that to me feels like universally what happens in a session is like we just get so disconnected from the real essence of why we're here. So it's interesting that in these sessions, the energy is really the point of it is to remind you why you're here. And then the, the alignment of energy is so that it flows all through your chakras and grounds you into that knowing. So it's it's interesting because there's so many different modalities and I feel like this particular one that I've, that I've learned is that not only is it good to hear it because that's one of our senses and the energy, it's like, it shifts something in you. It, like, cause I have had energy work done for me, obviously, as I was learning. And it's like, they're light bulbs, but they're not just thoughts. It's literally like encoded into your DNA after that moment that you can't escape no, the knowingness of it. And I think that's why the importance of aligning the energy and the chakras and releasing the old thought patterns is so important in this, this kind of modality. And again, you know, shamanism is, is such a grand thing. And I know that it sounds that way, but it really, at the end of the day is using all of your senses to tune into, to another soul and letting the energy and the and their guides come through you. That's and and I remember um, Lucia when you told me I was a medium. At that point, I didn't have any idea that I was like because to me a medium is somebody that talks to people that have passed, and I don't do that. It's it the, the medium is like allowing the higher soul to come through and the the spirit guides to come through, and that's what I feel. I mean, one time I had someone's mother who was living her higher soul came through to talk to her, which that was a really interesting dynamic. But, um, other than that, like I, what I tried to do in the session is kind of obviously step aside. My ego gets out of the way. And, and for me, when I open sacred space, it literally is a container that at that point, any messages that come through, I know they're not me, you know, I have to like surrender to the moment. Otherwise, like my head will get involved and be like, wait, am I, am I believing this? Like, should I say this? And I've had to say some things to people that are, I, I mean, Gabrielle wouldn't know, you know, and I wouldn't be able to even wrap my head around. So uh, yeah, it's that, In and, that, and I think that's the magic of it is like letting Really just separating, like you said, Lorena, separating the personality from the experience and who's actually doing the healing. Because that person or the soul that's done the healing many lifetimes knows what they're doing.
1: Completely, yeah. I love that you said that about how you like try to take your mind out of it. Because that's literally what I say so before like I go to do a reading on somebody I'll I'll do my moment of like breathing, meditation. I, I kind of connect with my, my spiritual team. And then I literally ask for that person to receive whatever it is they need to receive in the session that's about to come up. And I ask that Lucia Spiga's brain not intervene at any point in the reading. So I already know I have a strong personality. I have my, my opinions. I have, right? And I go take that junk out <laughs> right now. Like I don't need that. And so literally that's the idea. It's like you're a channel for the information. You're not going to be critical of it or you're not going to get upset if you hear something sad, like a person's story might be sad. And that really does happen. Like you could hear some awful things or some really nice things and you're just super neutral. And it's, it's a good place to be when you're doing that reading. So that's, like, that's cool that you're already doing that because that's something that I myself also I make sure to do. Because like you said, we do have this aspect of ourselves that are our brain and that can cut us off from like connecting.
2: The other thing I find, too, is that in the energy work, some people aren't able to release their own energy that's ready to leave. So I think this is another part of being a medium is that I'm able to accept it into my body and release it for them. And most of the time it comes up with like tears coming out of my face or like energetic, like it, it feels like an energetic throw up. <laughs> like it literally is coming out of me because the other, the person that's receiving that the healing isn't able to let it go. And 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 I can like w- when I do my sessions, I like to see the chakras the and I like to see the person because I can see when they're when it's like um the vibration is there, but they aren't able to release it. So then I just allow it to come through me. And and then I've even said to people, okay, I just had a big release for and she's like, oh yeah, I felt it too in my throat. And I was like, yeah, that's where it was. <laughs> so it's interesting that I mean, energy is, is something that it's amazing. We could do this on zoom, first of all, but even like in this process of learning, and I kind of want to go back and explain where I came from this, you know, this has been a, a rapid awakening for me, but I, most of the sessions that I do are on zoom because, and that's how I was taught. So in the couple of times that I have done in person um, sessions, it's different because I, my personality wants to make sure the person's comfortable and that I'm more concerned about that, the container where when the person's at home in their own space, it's like, I can focus on the energy versus the, the physical world, I guess. Um, So yeah, I have found that I'm so much easier to connect virtually, which I mean,
0: you know, I feel the same way. I I mean, I've done 99% of my readings online. Yeah. And you know, when I do it in person, I I tend to get a little bit more nervous, or like you said, I'm I'm thinking about how the other You're physical. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it it yeah. changes the dynamic. Doesn't mean one's better or worse. It just means you get you also get used to doing it one way. Mm-hmm. And so many people work online now. It's crazy if you think about it. It's like things that we thought we would never do online, we're doing. You know, like this is obviously before the pandemic, but it's right. it's interesting how energy is at like is so much more powerful than an electronic device it's like it can it's transcend funny you guys
1: space and time again that way like that's how the process began mm-hmm. for you guys because you guys both well Lorena yeah. because you're in Cayman Islands and, and 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 you're because I'm guessing I don't know when you started the shaman thing but is it because you learned from a distance or is it because of the quarantine um so it was a year program that I took and then now I'm doing advanced
2: courses but um it started, no, it was before the pandemic, um, but it was remote learning, like my teachers, and in California, mm-hmm. but what I find and what I, why I believe that this is happening is that energy doesn't need to be person to person, face to face. And I think that, that we're, they're trying to tell us and just like, we don't need to go outward to find anything. It's all inside. It's the same concept. It's like, if you can believe it, it is if you can like feel into it internally, it is. I love it. You know, I, I was, um, I got the uh, vaccine, the COVID vaccine. I had my second one yesterday, but the first one I volunteer at a disabled center and um, there was someone in the room, the waiting room afterwards. And he was talking out loud. A lot of them, they don't process internally. They are speaking out. So he's talking at himself and the conversations were, you know, like, oh, I really like Stephanie. She's really cool. And oh, this video game, you know, like he's just talking. So I'm just chilling. And, um, and then the conversation in his head got really dark and it was like, you're hurting me. Get out of, get out of there. I don't want them to see you like just really dark. And in that moment, I got this flash of like, I, it's time to, cause I was like, uh, Like had my eighth chakra open up around me and just being in the moment of getting the vaccine, which is a whole nother story, but I decided to, I'm going to include him in my, my aura and calm him down. And in the moment that I had the thought, he went silent and it was, he was talking for at least 10 minutes. And, you know, just talking all of his thoughts and the moment that I thought, okay, this is taking a a turn for the dark, because I believe that people with disabilities, they're just such open vessels to everything. And I felt in that moment that I needed to open up my chakra, my chakra, my aura more for him to be included. And like I said, the moment that I even had the thought, he went peaceful. So I know that energy is like beyond our comprehension of how it can be used. So this virtual healing is just the first step of people understanding that it is so much greater than our 3D world, you know? And and for me, I, I love having little moments like that to see it in action, you know, and Every day I learn more and more about what I can do and as you guys know I'm sure like it's kind of like you're only able to see what you're able to let go of <laughs> in a way in your mind you know.
0: Yeah. What what you're conscious of or what you want to bring to your consciousness too, right? Yeah. That's um that's 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 insane. That's so amazing that you're able to experience that and, mm-hmm. and feel that. Well, and that it's person. funny cuz like I had definite like
2: apprehension to getting the vaccine but then all of a sudden I got an invite to get it and I was like crap okay i have to relook at why why is the energy coming to me I definitely wouldn't have gone looking for a vaccine I'm not even in the age range to get a vaccine and I don't work in the medical profession so um when I got the email that the place I volunteer was offering me one I really had to like review why it was that I had a fear of it and why I was against it and the truth was is it was the same as as media it was another form of media telling me that it was bad and and therefore it wasn't coming from me and that when I went internal internal on is this okay for me it was anything's okay for you you just have to sit in your own energy nothing can affect you so that's why when I was getting the shot I was like you know creating a space for myself to process the shot and and truly nothing can bring your vibration down if you don't allow it and the fear of on yeah. the on the side of not getting it is just as toxic as the fear of we need to get it because everyone's going to get sick and they're totally. both fear based, right totally. so you're trying to find the middle ground of what's real and then when you can digest something from that space it has no
0: power over you and that's the reality yeah. Yeah, we so had an that, episode with uh, Christos, wasn't it? That he talked about I was about just that. thinking
1: about that. That sounded a lot similar to what Christos it's, was and, talking about. You know, he
0: kind of works with energy as well and does a bunch of stuff. Um, and he was saying the same thing, you know, like, we're only going to let it affect it affect us the way that we allow it to affect mm-hmm. us. So if that's to protect us, or it's not going to make us sick or whatever that is. Um, and, and even I got an email from this uh, amazing girl that I've done a reading for And she was really worried about the vaccine and a bunch of uh, like decisions she had to make. And she has like, I think she said she had a compromised immune system. I don't remember very well, but, you know, she's asking me my opinion. And I said, look, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here. Like, Mm -hmm. I think you really need to make your own decision and it'll be right for some people. And for some people, it Mm -hmm. might not be right. And you have to follow whatever you feel is right for you. Yeah that's exactly what I say. It's
2: like, you have to go inward to find the answer though. Don't listen to media in any way to inform that decision. But, but what, what I do believe is that energy comes to you to show you these lessons and you can run from them in fear, or you can be like, okay, clearly I was not wanting the vaccine, but someone wants me to have it. So why? And in every question that I, I, I mean, I question life that way, every message that I get it's a uh, an opportunity for me to find out a different facet of myself. And I mean, I look at everything as a sign. I don't, I don't believe that energy isn't a constant um, in motion. And so what I'm putting out is coming back to me all the time. So it could be like a listener's question, which this happened a few weeks ago. Uh, someone was asking me about walk ins and I had no idea what that was. But the, when I read the person's question, I felt internally like I was being called out as one. And then it was like, why am I feeling that way? You know, something's off here. And so then I started looking into it. And it so happened that I had a reading that week that I had scheduled months before with um, an Akashic records reader. And at the time that I scheduled it, I didn't even know why I was scheduling it. It was, and then I went back and looked and she had done an episode, which I don't even follow her podcast, but it came up in my feed about um, uh, where your soul origin is from. And I guess that's why I booked it. I don't remember, but it turned out that the week that I was looking into walk-ins was the week of this uh, session that it came up. And in my going inward, it said, if you want to know why this is like rubbing you, I just had this knowing, you know, this feeling of something. And the more that I was researching what a walk-in is, of course, I had resonance with it.
1: So I asked. I remember hearing about it. It was from Dolores Cannon the first time I heard about it.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. So my my journey has been the last two years, and it's been such an accelerated pace. And and I've had to let go of my personality in so many ways that what I resonated with a walk-in is that it's bigger than you, like another soul, essentially, Makes an agreement with the original soul to come in and carry out the rest of the incarnation. And I, in my own self, I look at like how much I've been able to let go of and how much I've changed in these last two years. As is this possible, right? So in the reading, I asked, and they they my guide said that they normally don't tell people um, because it it can have a psychological like uh you know it could mess with your head. So but they said because I already knew they would confirm it. And I just knew. The moment that I read the email from this person, it was like literally I like I read between the lines and she was calling me out. And that's what I read it as. And There's I went a message, back, right? Yeah, it wait and that's the thing is everything is energy. It's like you cannot I wouldn't have been able to comprehend it before that moment, right? And at that moment I was ready to comprehend it and and now it's like, okay, it doesn't, it doesn't change who I am. I'm just embracing it. And I feel like, no wonder, you know, it makes sense to me where prior to that day, I wouldn't have been able to maybe emotionally comprehend it or even, you know, been okay, you know, with any of it. So, I mean, that's the, the point of what and what I try to bring forward in the podcast that I have is that it's such a journey. It is like, a wild, the wildest ride that I have ever been on. But every day, it's like another, another way, another facet for me to understand myself a little bit deeper. And in that, I share everything. Like literally, I've put my entire life on this. It's a
0: great podcast, guys. You're gonna need to listen to it. I, the year of it is coming up next
2: week, which is, is, you know, perfect timing. And I feel like I never, I, I was such an introverted person. I never would have felt that this would have brought me clo- like closer to knowing myself. But in a way, it's like a diary of the process that I've gone through to get to this point and literally trusting every sign that I get. And of course, like using the tools along the way, like human design and crystals and meditation and chakras and and gene keys and like I I literally I like study and then I share it all because to me like this is why we're all here to awaken like let's help each other and move it forward and and I guess like I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot of healers that you know a lot of people aren't able to but if it's like locality or even cost like so I just share I've shared everything that I've learned along the way and I continue to do that because again that is why it's amazing. But you guys know that once you have this inside of you, you just want to give it away. You feel like you wanted it to be for everyone because it's such a connected feeling and it resonates so deeply within your soul that nothing external has ever done, you know? So
0: yeah. Yeah. That's also kind of like why we started the podcast because we were talking about so many things and we wanted to channel for people and help like, it was the time, like we yeah. felt it. I, I'm curious though, like, cause I, I, I want to mention that Gabrielle did the Akashic records level one course with us. I don't mm-hmm. remember how long ago that was. Um,
2: do you it was, I think during the summertime. So probably like nine months ago.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. It's been that long. So I know. About. Do you, yeah. do you use the Akashic records at all? Do you connect and how does that help you in some way? So
2: when I took your course I think I had had a, a reading with Lucia first and then I signed up for the course and I remember in my reading with Lucia she said it could be a, it's just going to be another tool for you and that's how I use it so when I do my sessions I do open my Akashic records and I do um, connect with that energy um, so I I do believe it's part of my process and then the only other time I use it is if, there's a topic that I'm working on in the, for the week for the podcast, and I want an outside perspective of what the, whatever it is that I'm researching. I will go in and then I, I don't, I channel or I um, automatic write the answers. That's how I um, still am doing it. But um, yeah, and then I'll share the messages that I get. But a lot of, the t- most of the time I get the episodes through just meditation and the, the I get downloads. Uh, <laughs> you guys know, we all have our own um, gifts and my strongest one is just knowing and downloads. So, um, but the problem with that in Akashic Records is that I it's all outside of me, but I feel like it's clear if I channel write it, um, and in like in that class that I took with you guys, it was letting go and let the pen just kind of flow on its own. Because prior to you saying that, it was Lucia that told me that I was picking up like every other word, not the whole paragraph. So now I understand like, okay, let it go. Let it go and just let the pen do the business. And then it, it's, it's more clear versus the downloads. It's like It's like receiving a whole computer file at once and then you just know. It's hard. It's a totally different um, medium, but but I do see the importance of both. So yes, it is one of the tools that I use.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it's so good. I kind of felt that energy at least when we we were in our session. I don't know if you had them open, but it felt like you were channeling information mm-hmm. that way. Um, but like what you're saying, there's a few things I want to kind of point out because I think it might help people that are listening that are either having trouble connecting to their intuition because you receiving, for example, what you were talking about, that message from that girl that goes to show how strong your Mm -hmm. intuition has gotten Mm -hmm. that you knew there was something. It's like you, you felt it and you you're like, there's something here and trusting that. Right. And it's funny because in that sense, like it was
2: a even though it wasn't a pleasant feeling, it was a, I feel like I'm being called out feeling. It's still intuition. There's a, a knowing, like your body chemistry changes in that split second. And it's catching those moments because those are the moments that are like, are you going to run from this because it's uncomfortable? Or are you going to dig into it? And, and I am finding that it's in the fear that where we grow, you know, every time that I've been up against something that I'm terrified of, and there are many things, I know that if I go into it, that's where the growth is, and that, and for me, that's where I have come on the other side with more gifts, more knowing, more clarity about my experience. Or, um, I mean, it can even come down to like I I am putting or launching a website, and I have like had such a fear of being seen, and I'm so introverted that. I mean, I've been working with Lorena with the Bach Flowers for since I think October and it's helped so much too. But I knew that I needed to get past this block in myself. And I know that it, it was the next step for me. But I mean, knowing that and doing it are two different things. But but the intuition of, okay, the fear is what's gonna make you grow. And, and it's like every single t- every single day really, when something makes me feel a little uneasy, I know it's something that it's a message. It's something for me to work, work on and get into. So, um, I mean, this week it was the other day I went to the dog beach with my friend and she has a new puppy and she had so many fears around letting that puppy just go on its own and like be off leash. And I, it made me so uncomfortable because I'm not around a lot of people that are, are not, um, on their pro awakening process I mean yes my family I would say they're not but I spend so much time alone that being in this person's energy just brought up this kind of like anxiety in me of don't you realize you're conditioning your dog to be, have your same fears like and, and it made me uh a little bit one thing I have to work on is patience with people um And definitely that's something that I I saw in the moment. And I was realizing that just because I can see it so clearly, it doesn't mean she does. And, and doesn't mean that she ever wants to. And that is a lesson for me, you know? And so no matter any interaction I have, no matter, you know, every week, every day, it's like, I look at everything as coming through as this is something, a facet for me to understand more about myself and, Yeah. And I just embrace it all. And like, honestly, my whole life has become this. I I don't, I don't do anything without the, the knowing and the feeling into it first.
0: Oh my gosh. If only all of us did that, how different the world would be. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
1: like the, the fear thing is really linked to your mission or like a big purpose that you have in your life. The struggle, right? Yeah. Probably. I mean,
2: probably. I mean, like two years ago, I would have never done a podcast. I would have never. I now I have. I just started a YouTube channel because I got a message through someone else that it was time. And I was like, all right. And just saying, okay, I'm ready to jump. Like, I'm not going to have the plan around it and get ready and everything be perfect because it's never perfect. Um, and it's always in those ones that are the most fearful, like that you've got to just jump into it.
1: And that- thats that, funny that you say that, but for me, it's harder to wait and plan it out. Oh, Obviously, really? For me, it's like, let me just, I'm, I'm not going to spend the next week worrying <laughs> and stressing myself and sleeping really badly about this. I'm just going to do it right now. Like, so for me, it's the other way around. I actually oh. don't want to plan and organize because that just, it's like- the anxiety about waiting it out just kills me like like,
2: it is so true because your mind makes up a reality that doesn't even exist but yet it believes it exists and therefore it does you know and so it's like who who, what's real you know so yeah and every one of these um moments it's like Even coming on to do this interview with you guys, I have never done this before. And for me, you know, I'm fine talking one-on-one with people. I'm not like that is probably where I more shine. It's just in bigger groups that make me uncomfortable. But again, I was like, okay, what, where's the fear coming from? It's not, it's not a reality. It's, it's all in my head. So I have to, I have to do it. And, and, and I mean, really what I'm finding is that the when you kind of tackle one fear the next thing comes up and the next thing and they kind of are going faster and faster now
0: yeah i agree with that so uh, i
2: like i'm finding that the the lessons are coming much quicker now and that I, I i'm finding that the sooner that i can get out of the way the next one's gonna come like it, and i don't get stuck like i was stuck on the not being seen for such a long time that now that i like i went beyond that i did a photo shoot i put together a website it's like okay check. Move to the next one. And, and what I'm finding is that that first one I was holding onto for a, over a year, probably. But when you can go dive into that fear, it's like, okay, you're done. Move to the next thing. You don't have to keep it in your head and keep like anxiety written about it because it doesn't really exist. It's like all this construct that our personality has put around it,
0: right? It's not real. Um, yeah I also think something you said really resonates and we've talked about this on the podcast about like what's going to happen when things become a little bit more normal things are not going to go back to normal things aren't going to go back to how they were before I don't believe so at least but I've become even more of an introvert than I already was (laughs) and like even I'm in like this group I'm in I'm doing a course with breath work and meditation to get certified and even I feel uncomfortable in, in, in a big, I don't know, there's like 40 people and I'm like, oh, I don't want to be seen or I don't yeah. want to, it's like, I just don't, I don't want to stand out, you know? It's like, wow, even going out because here things are pretty normal, but going out, it's like, I just don't want to be in big crowds. I don't, I don't know. It's like so oh, weird. I got that got might be down- an energy
1: thing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Maybe. I got a download last night and I have done a lot of um, like there's always a lot of moon circles and like monthly things that you can do online with groups. And I've tried like maybe four different ones and I, every time come away from it feeling like it's not my group, it's not my my circle, it's not my connection. And the download I got last night was the reason it's not the connection is because one person is facilitating where everyone else isn't, isn't participating, they're just listening. And that is, that creates like, it's not a community. And so the download was, I need to create a community where it is interactive and like everybody speaks and it's a collective. And I think that's where this maybe new normal comes in. Like we can't have just, if we're talking about soul circles, we can't have circles where one person is leading anymore. It doesn't work. People don't feel a part of it and you can't contribute your gifts to it. So, I mean, this, I mean, this just happened yesterday, but the feeling that I have is that it there's something needed where it's a uh, like a collective energy and like nobody's paying anybody else. It literally is okay. There is an organizer and maybe there's a topic that we're going to focus on, but then everybody contributes. And and I I know Lorena just said you don't want to be seen, but I believe that it it comes down to the group and the nurturing that you feel from the other people in the group. And are you actually seen, or a lot of people they put their thing on mute or they even hide their, um, their video. And then it's like, why are we here? You know, I don't need to hear somebody talking about the moon cycle. It was more about me trying to find community. And, and I've done this with a lot a few, you know, two people that are local. Cause I thought, okay, well maybe, if I resonate with their energy, then, then eventually when things open back up, I would, you know, we can be friends, but it doesn't, it's not felt that way. And so I think what's really happening is we're meant to get outside number one of our locality, but really resonate with the frequencies that we are drawn to. Like in my, um, shamanic course, there's somebody that I connected with and she lives across the country and, the first time I worked with her energy I just knew it like I've known her soul many lifetimes and the feeling that I have with her in our friendship that has um developed is we have like really not a lot in common but there's just a soul there a soul connection and that is what I think we're longing for is um this group of same frequency and and in saying that I want to talk about I have um I told you guys one of my main gifts is knowing and I don't see things. So, um, I, it's not like I can't even meditate and see things, but back in October, I, um, at a new moon, uh, meditation I was doing and I go to the cliffs and I live in San Diego and I said, I'm ready. I'm open and I'm, I'm I'm ready to do what I'm here to do. And in, I opened my eyes and I saw there's a, a a matrix that I see now. And it's not like, um, I call it a matrix because I don't, I didn't know what else to call it, but it's not like where you think of the movie, The Matrix, where it's like all green type. It's not like that. It literally is um, these tiny spheres that connect a matrix. And it's something that I see with my eyes. Like, Is it I, the ley
1: lines that you're seeing possibly?
2: No. So I didn't know. And I tried to research it and I, you know, no one um, could explain it to me. Um, and so I just had let it go and I just meditate more deeply into what it is. And each sphere is a, a resonance of a soul that's at the same frequency as I am. And just like, like two weeks ago, I finally got the, what it's actually called. It's called the diamond light matrix. And essentially it's people that are here to do grid work and that are at that same frequency as me. And what that's showing me is that I know globally, there are people that are raising their frequency and maybe they aren't aren't going to see it. Maybe eventually they will. There's a reason we're creating new ley lines. We're creating new energy grid. And in that um, Akashic record, she said, you know, "There's, there's crystal mines in San Diego that you should bring crystals from the mine to that place. And I said, oh, I already do that. Because I had gone to the crystal mine, um, I think back in November, and I got like so many um, quartz and tourmaline mixes, and so yeah, I create an earth altar there, and I keep it there every day, and it's literally creating new ley lines for this new, new energy, new dimension that's coming in. And so when I talk about creating a soul circle, I'm talking about like real connection of of vibration. Um, there's a, there's somebody named Matthias Stefano, which you guys
1: probably have heard of. Yeah. <laughs> oh I started following him like five years ago, I think. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> He's in yeah. an Egypt and he basically does the same thing. And I know that even resonating with his energy, I believe that he's part of that matrix. So, um, yeah, it's like, I think it goes beyond and I don't, it's no no judgment, but it goes beyond the ritual aspect of what this community is. And I know that it's, we're here to take it to the next level. And I'm, you know, I am becoming a vessel to help, help that happen, you know, and I don't know how that looks, but I, every day I just know if there's a fear that comes up, I got to like go into it because that's the only way that you get to the other side of allowing these things to come through you
0: that's good advice for, for the listeners too. Um, yeah. Lou, that kind of reminds me of what you channeled on the Patreon the other day.
1: Yeah, we were in the Patreon the other day. Um, cause Lorraine and I do both a channeled, um, message message. Yeah. An episode, a channeled like message, that the patreon members like get addition. and i lately i've just been opening up my kashuk records and going i don't know what they're going to talk about this time so it's like totally a surprise for me but you said that we're going into this new dimension and they talked about that as well so when you when you said that i went oh yay someone else yeah. knows
0: It's <laughs> yeah. very cool yeah.
2: you guys also follow the schumann resonance that i mean we can see that the energies are changing and um yeah there's a, a person that I found on Instagram, I think she's called a girl in the universe. And she reports on the energies coming to the planet every day. And it's so crazy to measure where how you're feeling in a day. And then I go and check it. And sure enough, it's like a huge energetic day. And and it's like, the more you tune into the rhythms of what's happening, you, you
1: can't help but feel it. And, and at least yeah. for me, that's how I I've been having like super clear cycles that usually last about a week. And this has been for the last like maybe month and a half where I'll have like a week, a week where I'm like super active and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to really eat, really healthy. I'm going to work out really well. And I like, I'm like super active about it. And then I will have a week where I'm like, this is my week to kind of reboot my energy. I'm going to maybe oh sleep God, a little bit the more. They're yeah. <laughs> yeah. like very clear cycles. I'm like, oh man, I'm going through that one now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and it, but it's honoring that right it's like not judging it it's trying to be like in tune with your cycle and why like the energies that are here to uplift you and move you forward or the ones that are saying okay it's time to nurture and yeah I mean yeah. same thing it's like really listening and that's all about listening to yourself and knowing your own energy and for me that was like one of my biggest biggest lessons of this journey is that under, knowing what human design was and knowing that I was a projector was like, I, so eye opening for me because I always felt people so deeply and I didn't understand why. And now I do, I know I feel their energy and I can't turn it off. So I've learned ways to protect me so that I can function in the world. And I know that also contributes to why I'm so introverted is that it just, it overwhelms me. And yeah, um, so finding out human design was so important. And then um, like going on that path of understanding what protection is and how to protect your energy. And then knowing what your own energy feels like is like, for me, the most mind blowing experience because I don't think up in, I mean, I'm 45. I don't think the first 43 years of my life I ever was in my own energy. And you can't create if you're always, taking in because how can you because you're constantly feeling like you're everywhere and everything and you feel the emotion so deeply but really to sit in your own energy is like it's mind-blowing to know how, how powerful you are and knowing how for me it feels like well first I'm going to tell you guys I do a practice um called hape which is uh a sacred snuff, which is a whole nother thing. And I definitely have a podcast on it. So, but it's an energetic clearing um, tool and plant medicine. And I, I use it in my meditations. And what happens is literally you feel all of the threads of energy coming back into your body, shooting down your chakras into the ground. And I, I'm not, I'm not kidding. You feel so aligned and so energetically centered that then you can never not know that feeling so then when when someone else is feeding you their stuff you know it like there's there's such clear distinction of you from someone else that for me it's been really the most important lesson because then you then the gifts that are coming in from your guides can can truly shine because you're not th- taking it as a invasion of someone else's energy, right? Like you can yeah. like now I distinguish the differences of what is coming from light and what is just someone else's like projections on me or, you know, even energetic uh, collective energetic feelings. Um so yeah, it's been something that is just another tool that I again share on my podcast because I think that it's so important to share these things with people.
0: Yeah, and we'll definitely link your podcast and your website, because it's going to be ready this week, right? Which is exciting. Yeah, the website
2: is ready this week. And um yeah, I have uh sessions that I'm offering on there. And um, just a lot of tools. And really, that's the point for me is that up until this point, I have started, you know, having paying clients, but for the first year of, of doing this, it was just doing it for my listeners and really trying to to work out what it is that I'm here to do and um it was super helpful for me because honestly it it works best when it's somebody you don't know at all and you you like get to the like the bottom of what it is they're dealing with and you know it's not you right i know that i can't make this stuff up because i don't know the person and that exactly. was like the thing that really helped my confidence and and knowing that that this is why i'm here
1: that's my favorite thing like i'll get people to come to get readings. And I don't even ask for their last name. Like, and sometimes they'll tell me blah, blah, signs. And I just, I I ask for nothing. I don't even want, like, I just give me a first name so I can put you in my phone, but I don't want to know anything. And so I'm literally meeting the person most of the time for the first time on the, on the call. And that's when you channel best because Mm -hmm. that's it. You're just open to receive whatever Mm -hmm. the person needs to receive. It's my favorite thing ever. I love that. Yeah.
2: Me too. Me too. It really helps you define what you can do. And I honestly, I don't do healings on the people in my daily life, because it's too close. It feels like I don't want to, I don't want to give what I think they need. I mean, when my partner Richard gets headaches, I do clear that up for him. But in general, and also my dogs, um, <laughs> I do that energy for them. But I haven't done like a full session with anyone because, yeah, I don't want to, it my personality to influence their experience and why they're here. And, um, yeah, it works best when you don't know the person at all, because then you don't have an attachment to the outcome.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's true. Even just doing readings, like Akashic Record readings for family is not easy.
1: Mm -hmm. I can't do Lorena. I've never been able to do Lorena ever. (laughs) Because, like, if there's, well, now I have Aurora, my daughter, that I, like, that's my biggest, like, you know, I worry about her the most. But before Aurora, Lorena was the person I worried about the most. (laughs) Like, I I couldn't read her because it was, I was blocking myself from receiving anything because I was, I wanted to make sure she was okay, right? Mm No, it's so true. And I, and I think it's supposed to be that way. Like,
2: I, I had a really terrible headache yesterday, um, because I had my second vaccine. And I, like I said, I went into it surrounded in light, and I don't believe that I'm going to have symptoms. But I got these like flashing strobes in my eyes, and then for like 20 minutes. And then after that, I just had such a bad headache. And, and I let it go on for a few hours. because so I just wanted to lay down on the couch. But then finally, when it was time to go to bed, I was like, you know what? I can't, I don't, the pressure just felt so heavy. I just said, I want this to move through my body. I want to accept it. And I want it to be grounded. And again, within a second, it was gone. So I don't, but see, sometimes we want to feel that pain. And I know that sounds crazy, but I went through a few hours of wanting to just lay down and just live with it. And then, like after I had experienced it for so many hours, I was like, "Okay, I'm ready to let to let it pass," and it did. And I mean, I know that I'm not unique in that. I know we all have the 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 capability of passing energy and moving energy through. It's just believing that you can, and really tuning into that frequency of what it is, and then letting it p- pass through your body and some people believe that you can transmute it into the earth other um, teachers that i have believe that you need to transmit it within your body before it goes into the earth because we don't want to give mother earth anything heavy and dense um so now and that's more advanced so now yeah i try to transmute it inside me before i pass it to the earth which is i'm learning (laughs) you know i'm learning (laughs) but again, it's all a process like, and, and really even like I studied Reiki as well. And that's like, to me, the beginner's level of shamanism, because it's first just understanding energy and that you can, um, pass it through you and give it to others. And I do practice it with my dog has hip dysplasia and I, I practice it on her hips, but, um, in general, like, I, I, and I even heard this, mothers holding a baby, they're giving Reiki, they're giving healing energy to their baby just by nurturing and holding the baby. So you can pass energy so easily. It's just believing that that's what's happening. And then
0: it's like, yeah. from there, you just grow it and grow it and grow. It. I think believing is such a big part and trusting. Yeah, You know, yeah. those two are the, so big, even in the process of connecting, receiving, intuition, anything spiritual.
1: Yeah, It's huge. I also think that we all have abilities that are a bit stronger. Like, I think that you in particular, I think that's your thing. Like your soul's kind of nailed that one thing, right? I think yeah. that your soul's like, she's got that one down and and obviously it comes from other past lives. And I think that everyone has this one thing or maybe more, but they have these things that their soul is going to be really good at that. Maybe other souls haven't gotten there yet, but can get there um, for me, like, I can receive information really great. But for me, moving energy, that's been my life struggle my entire life. That's why I have like a really bad immune system and, mm-hmm. and and all this other stuff. But um, that's why we're here as well. We're here to kind of improve those things that we're not great at yet. So I think that's a part of it as well. Right.
2: Well, I think even if I am here to do that work and yes, I can feel it and, and sense it and see it. But what I'm saying is that even when you have a headache, honest to God, just, if you concentrate on that on that um, vibration and allow it to flow through you, just start that start there. And on it, you'll just like it's not going to happen the first time. But what I'm saying is that it's the intention of moving that vibration. It's again the mind is a powerful thing. The the believing in it is a powerful thing. And I think that everybody is capable of that level. I think yes, using it on others is a different. Is a different thing that you know probably takes practice, but I still believe anyone could do it because I don't. I know that I've had years of doing this in my life or in my past lives, but I also think that it's something that we're we all were born with. You know, I don't think we were meant to use medications for these types of things. And so, like yesterday, even though I was in such pain, I didn't take Advil or Tylenol because I know that that's not the answer. I knew I had to pass it myself, and it was just like. When when is it gonna get so uncomfortable that I'm gonna say, okay, I'm gonna do it? I'm ready to concentrate on it. So it's just a tool to try to get out of the, the conditioning that we're in, just try it in a, a natural way and see if if like practice it, you know, play with it. Even Richard, like he gets a lot, my partner, he gets a lot of headaches, and I told him like let's look at what's happening in the collective right now. Let's look at what's happening in the energetic field right now. No wonder you're getting such headaches. And then I told him like, really stop connecting to that pain. And just when, it, when the first throb that you get, accept it and let it go through. And I, I know his headaches have gotten less frequent. And when they do get bad, I do like hands-on work on them. But in general, I think it's all just acknowledging that we are not, Uh, like a a slave to things that happen to us, we are controlling in the sense that, yeah, we're going to get things, but it's how quickly you can pass it through or are you going to let it stay, right? That's essentially it's energy. It literally is energy that needs to just move. And same with like, I I think in the summertime, I realized I need to start hiking and walking and moving every day. And that is part of it. You have to move energy through you or else it gets stuck. And it's the 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 cash records
1: have been saying that like there's, they're saying every day, 30 minutes, at least it doesn't have to be anything like super difficult to do, just keep energy moving. So they've been saying the same thing. And it's so true. And once I started that
2: practice, it's like, I don't have, I don't get spec energy. What was happening is I was gaining weight. And what, and why I was gaining weight is I was eating my feelings because I couldn't get rid of the energy in my body. Now that the flow is there, it doesn't, it's gone, you know? So that's cool. It literally is like understanding how to let it flow through. And it doesn't have to be through energy healing, it can be exercise.
0: Yes. Yes. That's a good, that's a good thing to point out, I think, because a lot of us are like, oh, I, I don't think I can do that, but you can, all of us can go for a walk. Or, um, yeah. I don't know, a bike ride or just be outside in nature even. I feel like that even moves energy, just sitting yeah. and yeah. admiring the sunset or something.
2: Yeah. yeah, for me, it's going to the ocean every day and walking and hiking there. Yeah. Um, but- definitely being in nature and grounding the stuff that's coming through the ethers and the collective energy because they do go intense at certain times especially now yeah yeah i mean i don't watch the news and i i learned uh, like about two years ago that if i was tuned into vibrations that are chaotic it takes me out of of why I'm here. And and I know that there are people, and even Lucia, I know you've talked about this, like you have a passion for um, these theories and trying to get to the bottom of them. And I believe that each person is here for their own thing, right? And so there are people here that are meant to expose those things. But I know that if I were going down those rabbit holes with you, I wouldn't be able to connect with what I'm giving you. And it's all about knowing why you're here. And then like letting your life kind of fall in place around that. So for me, no news. I don't watch that. I don't, I, in my mom, in the beginning, she would always text me, Did you, know this you know, obviously there's so many things happening. And the truth is like, I don't need to know. I don't need to know because I don't need to connect into that that drama because then I can't be clear for why I'm here. And I think that also is one of the biggest lessons and I'm sure you guys experience this too the more that you give your energy to things that are not of under your direct influence it's like you're literally siphoning off what your 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 connection your energy your why you're here
0: yep yeah totally i I i'm the same as you gabrielle like i can't watch the news like even if i watch a suspense thing on tv or something i'm already getting i literally feel the anxiety like i feel my heart racing it's gotten worse yeah. Um, so now I just try to like watch happy things or things that, that inspire me or motivate me. And that keep my energy high because it's like, it's hard, you know, we have to yeah. really listen to ourselves in that sense.
2: But I think too, like that's part of being empathic and part of being like someone that feels so much. Yeah. Not everyone is that way, but if you are that way, it's even more important I mean, I used to be obsessed with true crime, um, especially like podcasts or documentaries. And I just love the darkness. And I love the, like, let's solve this thing. And this is, I mean, I was in like a super dark place. This is again, before my awakening period. And now I can't connect with that at all anymore. Because Mm -hmm. even if my mind likes the detail and the suspense and the drama of it, it, it immediately lowers my vibration. And by that, I mean, now that I can see when, where my vibration is based on the matrix, I know when I'm in a bad situation, you know, and I know that, okay, this isn't, not only do I feel bad, like listening to what say true crime something because my mind gets fully immersed in it, you know, like you don't yeah. listen to those things and not get fully immersed in you it. You want
0: to know what's going to happen. How yeah, it's happen. Oh, you're in it.
2: Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, I know that I'm not doing what it is that I'm here to do. And um, it's, I think, at the end of the day, the more that you understand your own energy and understand your own gifts, yeah. you know what's right, what feels it. Even with food, like you know what feels it's right for you and what isn't right for you. I mean, I love sweets, but I, actually, Lucia, you told me, you can have sweets, but eat it in between healthy things. <laughs> so I've been using that practice. It's like, you know, if, if you have like cravings for certain things, don't deny yourself. You're human but just know that it's like
0: probably not for the best for you, you know? Yeah. It's probably not going to be good for
1: your vibration or yeah. connection. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's really different. And you guys are both uh, big, like you guys were saying, you're both empaths. You definitely feel a lot. Um, and a big lesson that I had, um, just, I don't know, in case there's like a total drastic story like mine that someone's listening and the big path for me was I was always having a lot of throat chakra issues my entire mm-hmm. life. And I always knew that there was something I had to talk, talk against or talk up about, Mm -hmm. but I kind of never really, and I thought maybe it was a catcher for a long time. And that kind of solved it a little bit for a while. And I remember my hypnosis session with Courtney Starkey. That was the the day where my soul was like, what are you, what are you doing? You're not talking up. You're here to literally, and I'm all about like, my energy is very warrior. My energy is very like, I don't like seeing things that are not fair Mm -hmm. and I don't like, it's more like the injustice or it's more about like the little guy. Like, I don't want anybody to bother the little guy. Like, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't can't think of the word in English. Cause I'm thinking about it in Spanish, um, like the indefensive, those that can't defend themselves. I don't know the word, so the but that's kind of like, yeah, like that, that's my, like my, the point where I'm like passionate about. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of when I look at those things and I talk out against them, my vibration actually, for me at least, is not like low. It's that's like, true. I'm like, no, who do they think they are? Let's fight against this. We can do better than this. We deserve more. Like, And it's actually, it's been really hard for me. And that's what I was saying at one point, like you were, you were saying like for you, it was scary to be seen. Well, for me, it was scary to speak up because there mm-hmm. were all these things that I was seeing that I didn't, I thought that they shouldn't happen on earth. I think that yeah. we all deserve better. And there were a lot of us are allowing it to happen. And I was supposed to speak up against that or in favor of that not happening. And I did start getting way less sick. Like I feel much more aligned and much better. It is difficult sometimes to have to look at those things. And for me as well, like I look at them and go, come on, how unfair is that? That person didn't deserve that one thing, for example, or they don't deserve that. But um my soul super passionate about it. <laughs>
2: it's really crazy. But I, but what I think is that your soul is way stronger than probably mine or Lorena's in the sense of you can handle it. Like you're like, let's get in there and let's fix it where I just feel it. I feel the abuses and I, I get overwhelmed by those oh things. My gosh, and Me too.
1: Yeah. It's a good example of our personalities. Like why our yeah. soul, chose like if my soul had said this is the mission let me feel everything she would be like yeah you're not gonna get it done yeah oh for sure yeah
2: <laughs> yeah because that makes you not want to even be out in public because you can't you can't handle it it's too much
0: yeah 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 that's so true oh
2: but gosh. I think it's great that you know like and and I believe like there is I mean there's so many injustices right and um I mean godspeed to you for that because I know that for sure there, there is a need for it. It's just like the, like I said, the more that you tune into what you're here for, you know, what is like helping you on that path. And therefore you like, try, again, it's all about frequency. Like what is the frequency? I, I was following um, a couple of people on YouTube that when they started getting really about the conspiracy theories about um, I think they call it the cabal, I don't even know what that means. It just like right away inside of me was like shut down and I knew like okay this isn't about empowering anymore it felt like I mean there's so many um injustices and there's so much corruption and it's like where do you even begin because really our whole society I'm ex- is that, Yeah, it's right? different for I mean, me. I'm
1: excited about the amount of people that might be able to liberate themselves from that control. That's what I see. Mm, okay. I see like people yeah. finding out and going, no, I'm not gonna be programmed anymore. No, they're not gonna tell me what to do. I'm gonna be financially independent. I'm gonna live my life. And I'm gonna be happy. Like, that's what I want. That's my mission yeah. for people to like disconnect from that and move on and go on to the next dimension um, because we yeah. are shifting, like you had said in the yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's like weird yeah yeah but we're all here for different things we're all here to experience yeah. it differently and and live out different things and our purpose is all you know even the three of us we all have a different purpose here yeah so if we were all farmers who would be the chef
2: the farmer i would probably be a farmer
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would be a I'd i'll
2: be, be the up chef i'd be right? like my hands in the dirt
0: I'd be eating. I'll just eat the food. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be the guest. But (laughs) also I wanted to (laughs)
2: say you guys too, like um, when I started my journey, I mean, I think I had already started my podcast, but there were a couple of other podcasts that talked about Akashic records. And um, there was another one in particular that I had listened to a few times, but I, right away it just felt your energies and i feel like there's such a pureness and just service it feels like service and for the greater collective and that is why i have like resonated with both of you and why i share with you like my listeners i share all the time about you guys because to me it i think in the spiritual realm people that have more i would say like type a personalities are able to create a business out of spirituality and then it feels like they lose sight of why they probably started it to begin with and i mean for me that is like the biggest struggle of i didn't want to charge anything for the sessions that i do because i feel like it's not me doing it right so how can you charge for that now I think if you go into this this realm knowing that that's your 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 intention is to help people from that place um I mean I'm still working on it but I know that I still have to be able to survive and make a living so there is a balance which I'm trying you know <laughs> but my point is like I know that you guys come from the purest of places and there are not a lot of people that that do so Thank you. that is why i resonate with you that is why i'm so happy that you guys asked me to come and have this talk with you because i can't imagine anyone else that i would rather
1: you know have this first experience
0: with yeah i love that thank
1: you it's yeah. so sweet
0: That's so sweet it's true you know it's i think true. that
1: we should do a whole episode about the whole energy and 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 money and and like charging because i've actually heard oh, a f- yeah. quite a few comments people going And like a friend of mine wanted to learn to read the Keswick records. And I said to her, well, you should do our course, level one, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, let me know if you have any questions because she was going to do like the online one. And she had commented to a friend of hers like, oh, I might do, you know, level one and two maybe because I know that I've always received information. So she was thinking about that and talking out loud with a friend and her friend goes, well, you can't charge. And she's like, what do you mean? I have a friend that charges. she was talking about me. I have a friend that charges. Um, and she's like, no, then she's not really, she's not really connecting to anything. And I thought, wow, mm-hmm. how like close-minded, like you're not permitted to m- live in this matrix and be taken care of by the universe and the material world because you're doing light work. That's for me, that's such, a, um, that's mm-hmm. such a negative way to look at it. And like, everyone needs to be taken care of. And your soul said, well, I am this light worker, for example, and I'm going to do these amazing things on earth, but I need to make sure that I'm taken care of in the physical realm. And if I'm taking care of others, I as well need to be taken care of. And so it's
0: also an energy exchange. Like it's an energy. It's definitely. You've spent time studying. You've spent time practicing. You spent time connecting, meditating before a a reading, and then channeling for the person takes a lot of energy. Yeah. to do that. And you're dedicating yeah. a whole, let's say hour, two hours, whatever your sessions are, to someone's yeah. energy and helping them. It's holding space for them, you know, yeah, sometimes I mean, it definitely ends up in a- everything.
2: It's so much work. It's not like it, it actually takes for me more preparation and work yeah. to get into that space than I, I, I could tell
0: when we had our session, I was <laughs> <Yeah>. like, whoa, <laughs> holy moly. But at the
2: same time, it's like, where's the balance? Like, where is it that you're in it to make a, uh, yeah. like get, make a living or are you trying to get rich? Um, yeah. Because yeah. like there's another Akashic records teacher out there. And I, I know i talked to Lorena about this, but I don't believe number one, there isn't levels. It's all you take this course, you can read for others. I don't believe that either. I think that it's such sacred work that you guys do it with just such integrity that I don't think that that exists everywhere. And I feel like that's dangerous. It's dangerous. And, And I think, too, like, when you emanate, the morality of wanting to be as pure about this as you can i believe that that's what you attract back so yeah i mean it's a whole nother thing coming up with pricing and all
0: of that we should all the three of us do a whole episode (laughs) yeah that would be cool (laughs) because really
2: it's such a struggle um and i just you know i mean i'm at that point right now where i had to do that and Um, You know, I, it's funny because the people that I have charged, they didn't question the price that I had put on it. And it's kind of like we're our own limitation, you know, we're our own worst enemy in that aspect. And I think there is a fairness that, that accounts for the time that you put into it, but also a fairness in Are you trying to make a a, like a empire out of this, you know, and I don't believe that's where the purity is.
0: No, I agree with you on that. I remember my teacher said to me, you need to connect your Akashic records and figure out what your price is. She said, if you're charging too low, you're going to be exhausted. Mm -hmm. If you're charging too high, you're not going to get enough clients. So it's like this balance you need to find, right? And I think that's such yeah, good advice difficult. for anybody. Yeah. It's a difficult balance. And you just you have to like play around with it sometimes. And that's
1: right? something I was doing as well. I was connecting to my Akashic Records and I was asking what they thought I should charge. And I actually charge less than they actually recommend that I charge. <laughs> but I want to be able to help more people. That's why, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I should I should have changed it. But anyways, I have been okay with it. <laughs> but it's like you said, it, I mean, I do a reading and then I'll usually so I do my readings after my daughter's sleeping, and then after that I'll if it's it was a heavy reading, I don't even spend any time with my partner. I'm literally like, um, yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> like yeah. it's, people don't realize that, you know, and it's an hour. If, if it's a reading alone Full with me hour. an hour and there's people that want to push a little bit longer. I, and I understand that they want more answers, but after an hour you're starting to get exhausted mm-hmm. and your channel starts to get like it dwinded energy dwindles yeah, and you're, you're not th- this
0: clear channel anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Lucy and I were speaking yesterday and like, I don't ever book people back to back ever. Because to me, it's like, I want to be able to be 100% with my energy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: I'm So I'll always space people up. Sometimes I won't even book them in the same day. I'm like, okay,
1: I'll. No, them. I try to do only one a day so that yeah, they can have my full too. energy for a really totally. good reading. Right. Yeah,
2: me too. I, I can't. And then if you think about that, you're only doing one a day. Well, can you make a living off of one a day? It's, it's just a lot of energy. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, I think. Yeah. But I do think that there is a balance though, because like there are people that I think are exploiting this idea of anyone can do this and you can make a living off of this. Um, and I don't think, I mean, yeah, you can try and you can fake it, but at the same time, like I think it takes so much practice and so much, um, Honoring the energy, right? Like you're saying. Like I am exhausted after. Depending, actually, it depends on the person. But I have only done one a day. I I haven't done more than one day because I can't. I don't know. I don't. I actually I've never tried it, but I don't know that I should.
0: (laughs) You probably test it out, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we don't want to take too much more of your time. We've been on here for like over an hour. <laughs> is there it anything is so else that weird. that you guys want to ask or that I should talk about? I don't know no I mean we always like to make these episodes more like you know, free, like whatever comes yeah. up, but definitely yeah. that'd be cool if you'd come back on and we can talk Yeah, about, definitely. Like the business of spirituality and how you're going through it, how we've been through it. I think that could help people that are maybe trying to start off with on this. Yeah.
1: I think there's a lot to talk about that. Um, I think, and I think all three of us would have a different struggle that we can all at some point share. That would be amazing. Yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Um, share with people how they can get in touch with you. We'll obviously share everything yeah. in the show notes, but let them know.
2: Okay, so um, my podcast is called My Leap of Faith, and um, it's been, it will be a a year that I've been doing it next week. So there's, I think, 52 episodes um, on there. And I always tell people to start from the beginning if you are like really wanting to understand all the modalities and all of the things because it literally, you start on the process with me from the beginning or the journey from the beginning of me discovering it and being like, what, this is crazy. <laughs> and like, you know, growing as I, as I went along the path. And then, um, I always started a YouTube channel, which is just, um, Gabrielle Genter. And I, um, I think I started that three weeks ago. Cause I realized that, um, some people are more visual and want to connect with the person's face, <laughs> um, So yeah, I started doing that. And then I, um, uh, just launching a website, which is Gabrielle And on there you'll learn more about me and what I provide, the type of work that I do. and um, and I think that's it. I know, I think. <laughs> oh, I guess like, um, do you t- do you talk about Instagram? I don't know. Yeah, you can share your
0: Instagram so, or Facebook, anything like that too.
2: Um, so on Instagram, I'm at G Genter G I N T E R, and I do have a a, a Soul Tribe uh, Facebook group, which is my my Leap of Faith Soul Tribe. And um, if you listen to the podcast, you'll you'll see the link in the notes about that
0: i have to join that I haven't joined it did oh yeah I, did I join it I, I thought awesome. I, I might have invited you I don't know I'll have to yeah. check I'll definitely join that's awesome thank you again like this has been so much fun we love chatting with you I always love chatting with you I, we always yeah. get into the most interesting conversations yeah um, so definitely yes. guys if you guys are interested in anything um, Gabrielle's like talked about today definitely reach out to her and definitely listen to her podcast because it's amazing yeah. and it's very much like what she says. It's like this whole journey that she's going through. And it's
1: very cool. And it's like, I like it because like you can tell she, she's like super sincere. Like you're just literally saying what you're feeling and what you really think at the time. And that's, that's nice to hear. I like that. Yes. Yeah. I don't,
2: I, I really believe that nobody is an expert. We're always on this journey and that is the point, like no one's perfect. And I think that we all are growing with every day that we go through. So that's kind of, I share like the realness of what that means for me.
0: Perfect. I love it. Thank you yeah. so much again. And, um, Thank you will have you so on again much. soon for sure. Thanks. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode with Gabrielle. We had so much fun chatting with her. And thank you, Gabrielle, for coming on. We really enjoyed uh, chatting with you. It was just like a, like we were together in a room, but we were actually on Zoom. So, um, And I'm pretty sure that anybody that's listened to this episode can relate in some way to stuff she said, things that we said, regardless of where, where you're on on your spiritual path. Um, it's all stuff that we've somehow been through in in different aspects of our life so we hope you guys have a great week and make sure to follow us on instagram and facebook because we're going to be announcing the dates for the akashic records level one zoom course and spots are limited so make sure that if you are interested that you reach out to us even if you haven't seen anything on instagram or facebook please just email us or dm us on social media and we'll be putting you on the list sending you all a big virtual hug and we hope you guys have a great week And take care. Bye, guys.